thank you, Jesus. Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for the worship. Thank you, Lord God, that your face is turned toward us and that, Lord, that down to a thousand generations, our house shall serve the Lord. We thank you, Lord God, there will be uh, no missing generation as our faith. We declare that we are blessed and it goes before us, it goes beside us, it goes within us. And our Father, most of all, goes with us. And I just thank you, Lord, for what a blessing, Lord Jesus. Literally, the blessing that whenever we feel like we're without that, Lord, we know that because you're within, we are always covered. We are always partnered with. We're always agreed with upon according to your word. And Father, I just thank you for the power of unity, the power of togetherness. And Father God, where two are gathered together in your name, there you are in the midst. And Lord, we just thank you for healing. We thank you for restoration. We thank you, Lord God, that, that the weapons just cannot prosper against us. No matter how they're formed, no matter where they come from, they cannot prosper. Their assignments cannot be completed, finished, or carried out because of the will of God that stops them. And I thank you, Lord God, as you go before us and you are going with us and you're going through us and you're going beside us, that Lord, that that is forever, forever revealed to this entire world that the church has the answer, that Christ is the answer. And Lord God, we just receive it. That Lord, I pray, I pray for a spirit of joy to come up, come upon our entire world, that Lord God, that those have gotten tired in the midst of this and thought that by now things should have been done, and because they're not, that, that homes are being filled with sadness or grief and people, but I break that in Jesus' name, that there will be a spirit of joy, the joy of the Lord, according to Nehemiah 8.10, will strengthen homes, strengthen people, and Father God, grief and sadness will have no place in their lives, and Father, we just thank you for it, thank you for a blessed service. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, y'all can mask up and walk around. Remember, it's 712 is where we talked about that yesterday. Just to forget. And so you guys get your cell phones or whatever thing you use on the Bible to carry the word with or carry on with the Bible, use on the Bible. Whatever you follow Jesus with, just raise your hand. I say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can be what it says I can be. And I can do what the Word says I can do. It's the living seed of God living in me, and I'll never be the same. Never, never, never will I be the same. God increased pastor decrease give me ears to hear what god has to say i'm gonna walk with power not let the loss get left amen you guys may be seated thank you guys for doing that with me as we prepare uh and getting ready for our our word today we want to uh i want to make sure we are encouraged number one uh just because there's just uh, I guess so many times when people don't get things in a time that they think they should get it, usually depression or frustration uh, follows. Um, and so, and especially if people that don't know Christ, it has really uh, hit them big time as to where they're just like melting down. Like, 
I thought we'd be over. I thought everything would be back normal. And, and it's like just to the point to where they're like, folks were not even functioning, the folks that I ran into. And so I want us to uh, make sure we keep a spirit of joy. Be careful about complaining. Uh, we just have to be careful about it because they may not be able to handle what you have, especially if you got the spirit of God. So you complaining, you got a backup plan that can help you. They may not. And so we have to be careful that around the, the world, and we shouldn't probably shouldn't complain anyway, but around the world, we need to be the encouragement. We need to be a light, amen, and, and be able to be there to help them. And that's, that's including me as well. I want to go and do stuff. I want to be able to, you know, and it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a time where I just watch some people completely melt down this week because things are not back to quote unquote normal, but I do also believe these are the same folks that don't have faith and they don't have believe in God. So when you think you're weak, <laughs> let the weak say I'm strong. Amen. Uh, and so today we'll talk about prayer travels uh, and how it can go places we can't go and how it can be in areas we can't be in. Uh, the places God takes us in, in the spirit. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 11 in verse 24 through 25 it says, every place whereon the soles of your feet shall tread shall be yours from the wilderness and, and Lebanon, from the river, the river Euphrates, even unto the utmost, uttermost sea shall your coast be. There shall no man be able to stand before you. The Lord your God shall lay the fear of you and the dread of you upon all the land that ye shall tread upon, and he said he had said unto you. So, and basically the, the, the scripture is saying, not sure why, like I was going to take calls while I was up here. The, the scripture is saying, wherever you place your feet, call it God's land, call it holy. Well, and that's great. That's wonderful. If we could go to every place, if we could go everywhere everything is, then yeah, then we can call it God's land. But Obviously, we can't do that, can we? We can't go to all these places. But we have been established upon a new covenant. In the old covenant, they did have to actually place their feet. Now, all we have to do is place our faith. And when we place our faith, our stand is where we, what we stand on is where we're sent to. So when you stand on the word of God for family, for, for favor, for the love of God, uh, I, I notice a lot of people are upset because they can't go into assisted living homes to see people, but they can send their faith, right? Don't, don't be so disappointed you forget to pray. Don't be so upset that you forget to, to believe God, to, to send that to the place. And so what I want to make sure we understand that we can go anywhere at any time. And as scary as that sound, what that means is that the spirit of God in you can be there. Where you can't go, God's spirit, send the word. So we can stand in that place and, and go where we physically can go. Sounds like that. What is that? Is that Star Trek? Go where no man has gone before. Yeah. Um, there is a place for believers when we use our faith that we enter into and, and, and believe that, con that covers all things. So God gave us his, the, his Holy Spirit. So that by faith we can possess any land and nothing is too far or too hard for God. This also helps us quit trying to be everywhere for everything and for everybody. Right? And sometimes that is, that is more, but I'll jump into that later. Let me not get too far. Prayer is never wasted, neither is faith or limited. And with the presence of God's spirit, there, there is no safe place for evil when a believer is pursuing God's will. 
right? No safe place for evil. So God says, we're two or more gathered together in my name. There I am. I'm right there in the middle of it, right? You pray over your kids before they go to school. You pray over your kids before they go anywhere. You pray over your kids, period. Send God with them. Because obviously they quit letting you ride with them. They quit letting you hang with them. So you go, but you can't get away from my Jesus, right? I'm sending God with you. I'm sending the Holy Spirit. As a parent, you have every right and authority to do that. If you send them out in fear, and we've heard people say, I'm afraid for my babies. I'm afraid for my sons. I'm afraid for my... No, send Jesus with them. He can stop bullets. He can stop bad. Send God. Uh, and I believe that with all my heart. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I have flashbacks of times of what something I was doing that I should have died doing. You know what I mean? I've, I've had some flashbacks like, man, that should have killed me right there. That right there should have killed me. Right? Uh, just, I remember one time we were running lights and we were under the influence of, of, of chemicals. Um, and, but I remember... <laughs> lights that we were running, that were flat out red, that I remember that running those, running those, I was like, how do we get through that, you know, and so, but I know my mom would, would say every time I would be praying, I would be awakened at weird times of the, while you were out and about praying for you. Now, again, to this day, she, she, I've told her that I, I did do things that she didn't believe I was doing, because they thought I was the good kid, because... I played baseball, and everybody else was so bad that my good looked good. Miracle, can you get that door for me? Um, they, um, they were so, um, they, were, they were in so much trouble that God was, uh, that, not God, that I looked like I was good. How about that? Let me just say it that way. And I was better than them. I was better than the rest of the siblings. Come on, let's just be honest. Come on, you've met the rest of them. Come on. Come on. I mean, I had an upper hand. Look, and I know that's rude, but I, I believe that with all my heart. No, but, but as she's starting to realize, she said, but I still knew I need to pray for you. And I think about that. So let, I'm just saying that. Pray. Send prayer. Send it. Send, send your faith. Where you can't go, God can go. God can go before you and go with you. Uh, in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 13 through 15, it says, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breast, breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And I think that's awesome. Like I can get rid of all the darts of wickedness that's coming at me, right? I can quench them. Well, how do I do that? I stand. When I stand, that means that I go. Where I stand is where I'm sent. So I'm standing. My parents are in Lubbock, Texas. So I stand in agreement over their healing and over their protection. So I've traveled there, right? Wherever I place my feet, I call it God's land. So I'm sending faith. I'm believing in standing and believing my God is big enough. Remember Jesus said something crazy to his disciples. Well, it sounded crazy. He said, I must go away in order for you to live. Like, wait a minute, you're here. What, what's anybody? Because I need to send my spirit so we can be in places rather than you just physically being with me. It can be where you can't go. 
right? We, we can pray that way. Quit getting desperate and trying to fight and wrestle to control your kid and control your circumstances because we don't need to have the control. We need to release that to God. We need to surrender that to God and surrender that min- mindset to God and say, God, I know that you have my family and best interest, so I'm going to pray and believe you over them. How many of y'all know that's hard to do? Right? It's hard to let go. It's hard to just say, oh, I know my child's at school and I've prayed and I've let the Holy Spirit take care of my child. But let me look and make sure. Right? It's, 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 it's one of those things where God says, you're, it's going to come to a place where you can't be everywhere all the time anyway. You're going to have to release and let God be the one that goes. Right? It's gonna, just going to have to be at that place where you're going to have to just say, okay, God, you know I can't travel there. I release it. I release it. And let me tell you, that's going to do more healing for you than it is for what you're praying for. Because sometimes we have to quit being God. Right? I ain't never been God. Then let go then. Let go. Allow God to completely take over. And it, it, let me say it to you, it's hard to do, especially if you've done it all for yourself, especially if been, you know, what, you've been working and doing it for your, on your own since, what, 14, 15 years old? And I've been on my own since 17. Uh, a lot of you have been here just, you, you have to strike out, start going and doing it on your own. And so since you've been on your own, it's hard to let someone in to, for you to be in partnership with and let them and surrender because you've been doing it by yourself. You've been doing it by yourself. It's hard to help me, isn't it? It's hard for me to let, I don't let you help like you want to help. It's not that I don't mind you helping, but I think it's overhelping, right? You just one of those things where it's just too much. I ain't asked for all that. I just, I actually, I just ask you how you doing, but now it's, we need, you know, and then like if you are doing something and I overhelp, we do the same thing. If it's some electronic, no, you need, you want to do it like, no, that ain't what I asked for. That is not what I asked for. And I'm like, but that ain't going to work. This. And she's just like, I don't need that much help. Right. You're overhelping. Right. And I know y'all may not do it, but we do it to each other all the time. We do it to each other all the time. It's like, just back up. Here, Jesus said, just quit trying to control your situation and manipulate it. Send the spirit. Send the presence of God. Well, I just look lazy. No, you look like you're not God, which is the look we're going for. So it is impossible to be everywhere, but we have been given authority to stand against evil no matter where it is or where we are. You've been given that authority to stand against it. You've been given that righteousness. And, and that, that part of, of the one friend of mine who was just like, I mean, I was afraid to let this person off the phone how down they sounded about the, the things still being the same with the virus. They were so down. And I remember just, just texting after I got off the phone going, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm all right. But I couldn't like just God here, put them in your hands. Right? And if you're there, if you're ever helping a friend, the last thing you want to do is be the one that gave up too soon. I, I want to go over trying, right? I want to go there, they, like they have to kick me out of the conversation. Are, are you one of those people who you're not going to say bye, you're going to have to get off the phone, right? And, and maybe that's not you. Maybe I just got this guilt thing going, but I just won't. I won't. I won't. I'll keep talking. They will have to get off the phone with me. They will have to. I will just keep going because I don't want them to feel like, and this is horrible, that I gave up on the conversation. Now, that's terrible. 
Who told me to take up on that responsibility? Sorry, have struggled to get rid of it. Pray for me. That's what you should have been doing all along anyway. A faith-filled stand can possess the land and everything that influenced it to do evil. Everything that influenced the land to do evil, a faith-filled stand can take that on and begin to take it. And so we're going to stand. So, so I want right now just to think about places you can't get to. Loved ones are there. Things are there. But I want you to take a stand right now and say, God, I pray that the Holy Spirit is there with them on, on, on my behalf. Right? On my behalf, I send the Spirit of God. I, I'll take like my oldest brother. I, I send the Spirit of God to, to awaken him, to, to protect him, to stand over him, stand guard over him, even though he's seven hours away. But I pray that the Holy Spirit is there to protect him. I can't get there. I can't, can't be there. I can't be there to protect him all the time. And I can't be there to protect him at all, actually. But God can. Send, I can send the presence of God. So we will take more ground in our faith than we could ever take in our travel. I can take more ground in my faith than I could ever take in my travel. Bold prayers honor God, and God honors bold prayers. Pray boldly. Pray for the impossible. Don't be afraid of the impossible. Pray boldly like you believe God is coming through. God isn't intimidated by prayers. For the impossible, if we don't stand for what God stands for, we'll arrive at nowhere. We're afraid just arrive at nowhere. I want to stand on what God has stand, what God stands for and what God believes in. Now, greatest example of this, Matthew chapter 8, uh, verses 8 through 10. Here's the greatest example. It's the centurion who asked Jesus to heal uh, a member of his household. And Jesus was about to go. And Centurion answered, said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. Right? How, how great is that? How great is that? I'm not done with the rest of the verse, but I do want to stop there. He said, Jesus said, well, let's go. He says, no, I'm not worthy for you to come to my house, but just send your word. Right? A lot of times we want stuff to happen, and God says, oh, I'm just going to send my word this time. That's it? All you're going to give me is scriptures? That's all you need. Right? This is, this is the greatest example of, God, I don't need the big boom factor. I know your word is true. I'm going to obey that. And here's why he had so much confidence in that. He says, for I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. So he was under authority, but he had also things over him. And so understanding that he knew that that word was under God's authority, and it would submit to what God said. And speak over. He said, just send your words. He said, I say to this one, go, and he goes. And, and to another, come, and he comes. And, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. And when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. Wow. God, God, I, 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 I need healing. Okay, here's what I'm sending. By his stripes, you're healed. I send you Isaiah 53, 5. God, I'm afraid. Okay, here's what I'm going to do for you because you're afraid. I'm going to send you 2 Timothy 1.17, that God did not give you the spirit of fear, but a love, power, and a sound mind. There you go. Go. Because if it's written in there and if it's said in there, God's going to give you peace and a sound mind. And, and right now, I can't think of a greater thing that we need than to have a sound mind in everything that we're doing. 
right? Like God is just sending his word and sending his word. And, and we're like, I, so God, I don't need necessarily for something to happen because the word has already happened. You've already spoken on my behalf. And I thought, man, that, that is powerful to me to understand that when, when we take this scripture and we use it all the time, Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. It can't win against me because I'm standing with God. God's sending that. God, I got this evil person I work for. <laughs> I got this evil neighbors. I got whatever evil it is, whatever it is, I've got that. And he goes, oh, it can't prosper. That's it? God, you're not going to put their tires on flat, right? You're not going to, you know, make something happen to them. And, and, and God is like, no, I told you, no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. Let them act any way they want to. Let them come against you anyway. It's not going to work. It's not going to win. Because I've already won you. I don't have to win that for you, right? If God is one, I've already won. And that's W-O-N. I've already got the victory. God, God has already given me the victory. And so this example of God just sent the word is the example we take. I've got the word of God. I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to stick with that. Justice can testify to this, that, that we did online a camp, an online camp. It's impossible. It's just not, not what we're used to. When you're doing online camps via Zoom, which now I'm starting to think is not from God, but because you can't get second and third graders to turn the mute button off. They, they're talking to you, but you can't hear them. And I got so excited about the fact that I had 20-some first, second, and third graders on computers and cell phones trying to communicate with me. I did a, an in-house scavenger hunt. I call it treasure hunt, okay? So imagine that. And I just yell stuff at them to go find they were running through the house. They were just, ah! and I was screaming back for no reason. I wasn't even looking for anything. I was like, ah! and they were like, ah, mommy, he says get a picture of us, and ah, where are we going to find it? And they were coming back with it and showing up. And then I would wait only like 30 more seconds, and I would send them for something else. It was the wildest 25 minutes of all of our lives. They had the broom. They had, they had all kind of stuff that they had gathered in their house and, and, and then one little girl said, Mr., what's the point? <laughs> I, <laughs> I said, I just want to scream, little girl. And I, no, I said, the point is everything you need, every excitement, every joy you need is already in your house. You are blessed with so much. And I wasn't supposed to say blessed because it was a public school thing. <laughs> And, I, and she goes, you are right. I said, so that broom that you went and got, that helps bless your parents. And I figure if I've said it once, let's just roll with it. Let's just, you know, we off the cliff. Ain't no need in chunk. Just die down there. It, it, oh, I'll never forget the little, little Kevin. Kevin was third grader, joined late, and he didn't want to be on the screen for the first part of the other thing. But when I started screaming, and let me just tell you, God will use you specifically in certain ways. When I started screaming, Kevin wanted to see what was screaming at him. He goes, I got to see this. And he showed his face. And he was like, I said, Kev, man, we about to win the treasure hunt anyway. He goes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as simple as that. 
when God is, and this is what I was thinking like this, when, when God needs to travel, and I'm always one of those, no, I'm better when it's in person when I got him with me. And God goes, no, if you understand this, your sermon you're about to preach, you can travel without being there. You could travel without it. They were so amped up, the lady after me had to have them go get something to settle down. Just the way I love it. And then I was done. All I have to do is get off. Justice came out of his room when I was screaming. It's amazing how much they know there's something wrong that they can't fix. He looked at me, gave me one of these, and just went on downstairs. Oh, you just being you. You just being you. You screaming at somebody's kids. I had on my little conference shirt. You got a pal in me. We got Woody. We got Toy Story working. And we're just screaming. And, and, and sending that, they, they, like the one little girl said, it was like you was in our house. I said, but I wasn't. And I want you to understand, it's like you're there by the Spirit of God more than you showing up being there. Tired from your travels, when you send God, you're never tired from the travels. He does the going. Right? All right? You ever drove somewhere for a long time and you happy to be there, but you not as happy because of how hard it got, how hard it was to get there? Like, you're just like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> Praise God. I'm glad we got to see each other. Like, oh, baby, I missed you. <laughs> if I can get a nap before we interact, that'd be better. So this is a great example of faith taking up ground when the word of God is, is believed. And, and, and one of the things that Pastor Rita said last week about uh, the online messages that I, I'm having to be straight and direct to the point, right? Don't get all this extra. I didn't share this with them, right? Because it, it has to be like direct, 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 because we don't have so much time. When dudes start flashing his fingers at me, it's time to wrap it up, right? But, but as we come in and we get together and we want to give so much more of ourselves, and I notice that in person I want to give more, out of person, out of person, or online, I want to just give them Jesus, right? Just give me Jesus. I don't need all your stuff. Give me Jesus. I give them some, but not all of it. So our, prox our proximity to a problem doesn't give us an advantage. In fact, I believe that the closer you are may be the fact that the closer you think you have to be there is more doubt than it is faith. If I don't get there, I don't, I don't know if God's going to be able to hit him. He can do it without you. Unless you're 2,000, you ain't, you ain't been at all of them. You ain't at everybody's meeting. And, right, we got to get delivered from that. We got to get delivered. I, I honestly think, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying God sent the COVID, but I'm thinking it's forcing us to understand we don't have to be at everything. Some of them, we could have saved that gas money. We could have used it for something else. I've never thought I could have... Uh, my car would get one month to the gallon. Literally, it's just $12. I don't want to need any more gas for about three months. Not going anywhere, but one mile down the street. And it's part of, I think, what God is saying, like, send your faith. You're more powerful than you going all the time. So proximity, get, get out of the proximity mode uh, and, and be able to get your understanding. I, and I believe that that is a, a, a known fact that we could be showing up in places bringing more doubt uh, than anything else. And, and the greatest example of that was Jairus' daughter. He came to Jesus and said, my daughter is sick upon almost death. And as he was coming with Jesus, Jesus stopped, healed the woman with the issue of blood. And people came to him and said, your daughter is dead. Quit bothering Jesus. Your daughter is dead. Jesus looked at him and said, you just keep believing. 
right? Jesus show up at the house where the daughter is dead. People are there out of respect, crying. And he says, don't cry. She's just sleeping. They went from crying to instantly laughing. Here's my, Jesus does some stuff I appreciate. He said, y'all get out. And he did. Read the Bible. He said, y'all get out. Get out. Y'all ain't here for no healing or rest or miracle. Y'all just here to be seen. You're not here in faith. You're here to make sure that the relatives don't talk about you for not coming. And we, we don't. We don't care. You have to because you can't be everywhere at everybody's stuff. And people that just force their way to get there and spend all the money to get there and do all the stuff to get there. And I, I get it. I'm not against that. But they get there and they're angry about what all they had to go through just to get there. They don't have any faith to be there. You know, they just got frustration in being there. They just got frustration in, in doing the things that they needed to do. So Jesus said, y'all get out so the miracle can happen. And I'm going to encourage you, if you can't make it, good, send your faith. It's, it's better that way. It is better that way. Great moments of faith happen when our insufficiencies meet with God's sufficient grace. And, and I do want to encourage you to get a book. A book it's a book called A Circle Maker, The Circle Maker, and then it calls Being a Circle Maker. And it's about prayer. And it's about surrounding your, your, your life and family members with prayer. And it teaches how to be that circle maker. And I've, I've believed that with all my heart, that being there. And, and even in the study of that circle maker of being a part of what we need to do. Okay? So our last verse that I want us to go over verses is Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 2 through 3. It says, enlarge the place of thy tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitation. Spare not, lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy stakes. For thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left, and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. So I was thinking about enlarge our tent and enlarge our territories. And, and I, I, my personal thing, I, I believe my family is extremely smart. I'm not saying I'm not smart, but I really believe like my kids are really, really smart academically smart kids and, and pastorita they're really smart and i'm not before y'all send stuff like pastor you're smart don't no, i'm not putting me down I, I just told you i was the best one in my family i told you that but well, folks when i get up here and talk about like when, when we first got married and people used to walk up to me like how'd you get her like i hit she, i hit in the head she passed out she woke up married that's how i got her like they would ask me that to my face like how did you get her <laughs> it's like Whatever. Anyway, so I had to just take a five-hour pre-course, prerequisite to a course that I'm taking next week that they just told me that I have to have it before I could do it. And I said, Lord, five hours? Just my attention span is failing. Just the announcement on my own for five hours. And I go, well, I got brilliant kids, and I have smart wife. I'm calling up on all that for this five hours. I'm calling up on all. I need them all from generations to generations, right? Pray that went in my room, closed the door. Did you not, right? You remember that? Closed the door. Like, oh, and anytime Pastor Rita walked in, it was like, oh, I could get distracted by a blind, just anything. And did it and did it. So five hours, they give you five hours, but it doesn't take five hours. It only took me 45 minutes do the whole thing as, as, as it was coming along. But I called upon that which God had blessed us with. 
right? And, and that's the thing. We got to understand everything we need is, is within our own families. All right, you got doctor stuff right there, Olivia. It's a doctor, PhD stuff. We got all those things that are there, and I called upon it, and I was like, that wasn't so bad. I was like, I could do another one. I don't want to, but I could. We're not, don't bring it on. And I think God is bringing us together that we understand that that support is there. Enlarge your territory, enlarge your tent, enlarge the, the very place that you are. Don't leave it out to chance. Don't leave your neighborhood to chance. Call it saved, call it protected, call it blessed by God. Amen? Call everything that you do, everywhere you go, everywhere you drive through. Prayers are prophecies. And you understand, understand about prophetic and, and speaking what God has given you and tell you God will give you something in prayer. Or we've heard people speak publicly of prophetic anointing and, and they can, where God will give them a message, which must align with Scripture, by the way. Okay, it's got to make sure it lines with scripture. But when you pray, when you pray, when you pray, God is showing you what to pray for before it goes down. That's grace. It's grace. But what happened? You, as moms especially, you guys have awakened with something on your heart. All right? There's one, one, one parent in the car, the kids are in the back seat acting weird. And the mom said, she'd pray, she goes, Y'all want to tell me what happened? And they were laughing. Oh, nothing happened. Say, she said, I'm going to give you one more chance. You can tell me or I'm going to ask God. And they go, no, we're good. She prayed. She goes, y'all were playing with matches, weren't you? And you, the little kids could have just jumped out of the car while it was moving. They were so afraid. God shows parents stuff and shows them things. And obviously it works with moms better than it did with dads because my kids are revealing to me that there was stuff that went on that I missed. <laughs> Pastor Rito had done it. There are times where you wake up with something on your heart and on your mind because God is showing you that's where we need to pray for. Prophecies. Prophecies. Things that the prayers, prophecies. They are the best prediction of our spiritual future. Who we become is determined by how we pray. Eventually, the map of your prayer becomes the route of your destiny, of life destiny. Do you pray? What do we pray? How do you pray? And I want us to be encouraged because we want to map out a destiny for clarity in our land and clarity for everything that we're doing. Uh, uh, Monty's uh, going to be graduating in 2021. We want, it, we want this to go. We're going to be good, right? We're going to get to go to all that stuff. We're going to get to sweat out at the graduation places. Remember sweating at graduation? I remember sweating at the graduation, trying to be happy but losing weight and liquid at the same time down at these centers. We're going to get to go do that this year. We're going to get to go back. Amen. Thank y'all for your enthusiasm and believing things are going to go back to get better. I, I appreciate that. I'm so excited with you. I'm so glad you're happy for me. I, you know what? In fact, I can't I'll settle down. This was a part I wrote down. They're going to get fired up about this. Y'all. Thought you said this was the last verses. So how we pray will determine how things will turn out. And regardless of who thinks they are the minority or the majority, prayer will have the final say. Prayer will always have the final say. I don't even know whether to cue you in or not. The greatest tragedy in life are prayers that go unanswered because they were never asked. Okay? Go on, they go unanswered because they were never asked. What's the verse I'm thinking of next? That's marriage. 27 years. 
and her knowing the scriptures. We have not because we ask not. Right? We've learned that in marriage. Now, I'm learning, right? When you come upstairs to our bedroom and you get in there and you unpack all the stuff you brought up with you and realize your Kindle that you want to have is not with you and you, in bed, you say, man, I forgot my Kindle. Tell them what you're saying, what you're communicating to me. Go, no, not please. Go get it. Go get No, you don't say it. And, 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 and why don't I go get it? She has not asked. She just said, I forgot. That is not going to get it. <laughs> Candace is making a face back there. And whatever Candace is doing, she is supporting you. Because I see Candace looking at Margarita saying something. Candace, I love Candace because Candace say, I'm not responsible for what my facial expressions say to you. Not even responsible. Candace just looked at Margarita like, you better go get that. You know exactly what that means. And, and so, see, I don't even have to see it. But, but sometimes, and, and if she won't ask, I won't go. I won't volunteer. It's like, she has not because she asked not. Now we know that's asking. You want me to go get it? No, I just announced it out loud. First time she did it, I just started yelling stuff back. <laughs> I like sea monkeys. Like, whatever, let's just yell stuff out. Like, is that all we're doing? We're just yelling stuff? I like the nature channel. Let's, let's get it. But, but you have to begin to get in that mode of speaking and asking God. And God will honor what you ask. So we are here to ask, and this world is here for the taking. Amen? <laughs> that hurt. Okay. All right, you saw that? That didn't feel good at all. Amen. Let's bow your heads. We're going to pray because I've injured myself. You know, yes, let's do it. Amen. Father, we just pray. We thank you for each and every person that's here. And in the sound of my voice, and Lord, that we are sending prayer and sending the precious spirit of God to meet places we cannot go. Now, Father, I want to first break off any form of guilt and condemnation. I speak Romans 8, 1, that there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Who feel like, man, God, I, I just want to be there. I feel like I'm letting up. No, you're not letting anyone down. You've been there for everyone. But God knows your heart, and he knows if you're sending him, that is more faith than you being there. And as you send in the best foot forward, that is putting the best, putting the best step in place. That is sending the word, sending Jesus. Like the centurion said, just send your word. I know healing will happen. Just send your word, God. Send your word. Father, we got relatives. We got loved ones that are incarcerated. We thank you for sending your word. They're going to experience us being right beside them. We got ones that cannot get out of, of medical situations. We send the word, Lord God. Right? We got people that, that we got children that are not living with us that are beyond and, and, and maybe emotionally and angry or whatever. We send the word that they'll know that I'll never leave them. I'll always be there for them. I am just having to send the presence of God to minister to their mind, to their heart, send parents. And Father, I just thank you, Lord, as you consume us in our prayer time, that Lord God, that prayer is prophetic. We begin to prophesy that the Spirit of God begin to go throughout the land and begin to heal from this virus, be healed from sicknesses and diseases. That Lord God, that we are, are 
going to go before you before we go to show our face. Before we make travel plans, we're going to get in and get the plan from you first and know that you are the one that's always there. You're the one that's always with us. You're the one that's always picking us up and, and encouraging us. I thank you for spirit of joy to take over us, Lord God. One of the fruits of the spirit is joy. Begin to consume us, Lord God, and we will see that your ending is better than this current situation. This chapter does not represent the end. And Father, I just thank you. As you're blessing our hearts, soul, mind, and bodies, we're being strengthened in every way possible. We receive it today. Together we walk by faith, not by sight. And we give you all the glory, all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 amen. We want you guys to make sure you're constantly keeping your head up. Stay lifted up. Stay encouraged in all that we're doing. Amen? And what? Do you want me to say that? Okay. How do you want me to say it? Do you want to come say it? Yeah. Because I don't want to say it wrong. You don't want to come there? Okay. Margarita. This is where Margarita gets it from. That's why she won't let me help her down the steps. What, what days are you going to want to air it? Okay. Like the women's meetings. Um, okay. All right. Awesome. They, they really are excited about it. You, I said stuff earlier. I was so fired up. You just, whoa. Like, didn't want to show too much. But here we do it. And so as you guys uh, be looking, be on the lookout for that. All right? All right. Mask up so you can love on each other. And um, we love you guys. Be safe. You're dismissed. <laughs>